Confused by finances, investing, estate and retirement planning? Well, we went to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances And with Kathy and Norma. Welcome to Finances And, Medicare, Medicaid and long-term care insurance. We went to school so you don't have to. I'm Norma and I'm here with Kathy. Medicare, Medicaid and long-term care insurance. What they all are, who can or should get it, as well as when. So Medicare is basically a federal, it's a basic health insurance plan by the federal government. And it's for people who are 65 or older, as well as some younger people with disabilities. You can get it again, as I said, when you're over 65 and also when you've been under social security disability insurance for over two years. And it also covers over 50 million people. So one of the things that helps me is thinking about what's the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. And in one of the classes I took, Medicare is for gray hair or elderly people. And Medicaid is for the underpaid or people that don't have enough money to afford insurance. There are three parts of Medicare. And the first one, well, actually, there's four parts, but we're going to go over three of them. The first part is Part A, which includes your hospital insurance. That's what's paid for out of our Social Security taxes. And it helps pay for the medical care provider. So inpatient hospital care, skilled nursing care, health care, and hospice care. So there are four parts that are actually available. We're going to talk about three of them. Part A is the hospital insurance that you get, and it's paid for out of our social security taxes. It helps pay for the necessary medical care that a medical provider would give. So for example, inpatient hospital care, skilled nursing home, health care at home, and hospice care. Part B is the medical insurance portion where you can have you can pay for this optionally with a monthly premium and that's going to cover your doctor, ambulance, any diagnostic tests, some outpatient therapy you might have if you have to go to the ER, if you need x-rays or labs, some preventative care, some supplies and some health care that's not included in part A. To enroll in these, you need to be age 65. There's a six-month open enrollment period, but your insurer may require you another six-month waiting period if you have pre-existing conditions. So the six-month enrollment period includes the three months prior to your birthday and then includes your birthday month and the following three months after. So you don't have to wait until you're 65, just when you're about to be 65. Part D is a prescription drug coverage, and that's going to help you save on your prescriptions, but it also is trying to lock in drug rates for the future so that you're paying us whatever you're paying now, it should be what you're paying in the future as well. However, know that if you're a higher income earner, you will pay more for parts B and D because it's going to be on a sliding scale. So I just want to throw in as well, if you don't sign in during that enrollment window for Part B, you'll actually face a 10% increase in your premium for every year long period you're eligible, but don't enroll. So it pays to sign up for Medicare at 65. And there is a difference in getting these services for disability versus retirement. And right now we're talking about retirement. So disability is slightly different as well. There is one last part, Part C which is the Medicare Advantage plan. And it's similar to an HMO or a PPO, but that is, again, an additional cost to the consumer. Now, Part D is actually what provides prescription drug coverage. This has annual deductibles, which is really not that high for 2019, for example. That amount is $415 for the year. In 2020, that amount increases to $435. 
Now, Medicaid is slightly different. Medicaid is insurance that you can get when you're a lower income family or lower income person. It covers medical care like doctor visits, hospital costs, and also some long-term care services. Long-term care, we'll, we'll go over a little bit later as far as what the details for that are. But Medicaid also does pay for custodial care as well. The difference between Medicaid and Medicare also is that Medicare is handled by the federal government and Medicaid is administered by the state that you live in. And you're going to have to meet certain requirements to get Medicaid, your age, if you're pregnant, if you're disabled or blind, your income resources, and if you're a U.S. citizen. To qualify for Medicaid, you need to have no more than $2,000 basically to your name. That does not include your home, your belongings, or your car. Or you could have a life insurance policy up to $1,500 and an additional $1,500 towards burial. But after that, you cannot have more than $2,000. So that includes two, that $2,000 is included in your checking and savings, in stocks and bonds that you might own, CDs, real estate property that is not your home, or a vehicle if you own more than one. The last type of plan that we wanted to talk about is long-term care insurance. Long-term care is not necessarily medical care, but it's assistance with basic personal tasks of everyday life. So that can include nursing home care, assisted living facilities, and home care. It's basically, again, assistance with activities of daily living. That could be anything from dressing, eating, going to the toilet, and stuff like that. To stay at a nursing home can be can really deplete your savings. And so long-term care insurance is this optional insurance that you can get. It's voluntary and it's something that you should probably start when you're about 50 years old or so. And this will cover those expenses that Medicare will not cover. A nursing home can cost you anywhere from thirty to $40,000 a year, but that can still easily exceed $50,000 depending on your location. The study for Housing of Aging Committee found that 66% of single elderly and 33% of couples spent down to their $2,000 of savings after only 13 weeks being in a nursing home. Who needs long-term care? The elderly. Women, because they live longer. Singles. If you have a lifestyle that is going to put you at risk for maybe dying sooner because you do risky things, your policy, you want to see if it includes a minimum of $150 a day in a skilled nursing care. That's because you're going to have to meet some requirements of not being able to do a couple of these things. You can't bathe yourself or dressing yourself, transferring from a bed to a wheelchair, using the toilet eating or moving around. And those are going to be how they decide if you can't do two of those things on your own. Your long-term care may include community services, such as your meals, adult daycare, or even transportation back and forth to different places for you. Some ways that you can pay for your long-term care is through your pensions, your stocks or savings. Medicaid can help, but remember, you can have less than $2,000 at, at home, and this will be a high expense for you. You can purchase long-term care insurance, also a high expense based on the fact that you're not sure how long you'll need that care. Sometimes veterans benefits carry it. An Older Americans Act says that states in community planning and social services can offer this, as well as there could be research or development projects that you would be available to participate in. If you want to lower your elimination or waiting period, this will actually raise the monthly cost of your policy, but also raise the benefit period as well. Another way to pay for these types of services, depending again on what your income is um, during your working years, is self-insuring. Instead of paying for these policies that you may or may not need, 
what you can just do is put that money aside in some sort of savings account, high yield or CDs or whatnot, and save that money so that when you get to the point that you may need these services, you've got the money set aside for it. And then if you end up not needing the services, that money can obviously go to your estate. The best time definitely to shop for these policies though is when you're in good health and eligible for coverage. So if you wait a little too long, if you wait until you've got some medical issues, it may be harder or maybe even impossible for you to get some of these policies. The annual premium for some of them may be in the $2,700 range. And again, this is average and it really depends on your specific situation. So you definitely want to you know, do some research and see what is best for you. Thanks for listening to Finances and Medicaid, Medicare, and Long-Term Health Care. We know you chose to listen today and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share. It means a lot to both of us. Please let us know what you think on Facebook or Twitter by going to our website at financesand.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing in this podcast can be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, we went to school, so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.